We started our company, Girls Who Do Interiors, before we even graduated design school. And we turned to Chase for Business to build along with us. They had everything from banking to payment acceptance to credit cards all in one place. And with the Chase mobile app, our business is wherever we are. It's made for business owners who build to inspire. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Real customers compensated. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, NM member FDIC. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. This is an official download from thecustardtv.com. It's only the Custard TV podcast again. I don't know how we find the time to do a podcast every week on television. Uh, But we're here. I'm Luke, editor and runner of the website, thecustardtv.com. Be that. Gary's in the London area. Matt's in the north. I don't want to be those people that go on about how bad the weather's been, so let's not do that. No, Luke, 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 big question. Did you spend your tenors? Oh, yeah. Oh, and what was the thing? Oh, and Gary's driving. Well, no, that's been postponed till next week because of the weather. So I agree. Ten pound notes. Come on. This is going to be disappointing. No, I didn't spend them. (laughs) I I just changed them at the bank. Thank you. Well, that was what I, mean, I know. Well, I know. well, I've I've had a suggestion from Good. some friends about Good. changing the name of the podcast. Two friends of mine who have a young daughter, a one-year-old. Um, I've told you both the story, haven't I, about them not knowing that they were having a baby till about fifteen minutes before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she's like one and a quarter now, and um, has learned to say that. Well, has almost learned to say the word TV, but it's coming That's out. That's all TV. you'll need. That's all yeah. you need. So it's the Custard TT podcast, apparently. Oh, we need to the Custard reviewing... TT podcast. I like and it. Need... And we need to be reviewing um, the Safari Adventure and um, something. I can't remember the name of it now. It's got the gay Asian doctor from this morning in it, though. Oh, like, stay um, well. Something... get well soon. Well... Yeah, get well, stay well. That's it. I've seen um, that from when my cousin was young. Wouldn't she prefer more stuff from, like, CBeebies or something? That is, is CBeebies. Oh, is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't, how would I know? It's this guy and lots of uh, puppets, and they, they all come to him with an illness, and yeah. she gets really excited when she sees him on the TV. It was quite funny. So I've watched, I haven't watched everything that we're going to talk about today, but I have watched about five episodes of that. <laughs> I've seen Dr. Runge before on that. And then when he's talking about, you know, cystic ovary problems on This Morning, it's very hard to take him seriously. <laughs> Although he's got a new show now, a Dr. Ranji's Hospital, which is all which is the first episode about, like, feeding tubes and things like that. Quite a, a serious one. I, I mean, can... this is about how these ones are about to, how to properly wipe your bum and stuff like that on the, uh, oh, the Get Well, Stay Well. Did you, did you take notes or did yeah. you just... Yeah, you is it like that. chewing? Do you have to do it like 150 times? No, it's... Um, Front to back. That was his yeah. advice. Front to I think I think that's advice yeah, we use in a lot you, of situations. There must be a BuzzFeed article I can add to where it says things <laughs> things you've been doing wrong for thirty three years. Yeah. yeah. Front to back. Chewing and front to back. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, I didn't expect it to start like that. No one did. Luke. Hey, everybody, here's our staff. Gary. I've never heard of him before today. And Matt. He's a professional. The telly-obsessed trio. Enjoy your show, boy. This is the Custard TV Podcast. Reviews of things on the TV and on the streaming services this week. In fact, let's not muck about. Let's not waste any more time. Because I have some wiping to do. Let's go west. (laughs) Something a bit more current uh, is uh, Seven Seconds, which all of which has popped up on Netflix this week. Uh, I believe this is a Fox show, but I don't know if it was an no, FX or a no, Fox. No, 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 no. Oh, it was made by no, Fox 21, no, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the production company. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fox 21. So who's but it's, showing it's it in America? it's a Netflix original. Netflix. A Netflix original. Right, okay. The basic premise is that it's set in New Jersey and is centred around the kind of racial tension in America and police corruption. The beginning of the story is that a young uh, black uh, youth is knocked over by a, 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 a sort of... Are they Italian police officers? They are, but can I, you say Italian? I don't like Italian. That's just weird. Why don't you... It's, it's the proper pronunciation of the word. just white police officers? Well, no, but it's giving... In the show, they, they, their, their, their boundaries are set by their characters because they also... We look after each other, don't they? So it's important for the plot. I'm not making a social comment. Isn't the guy who did the 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 guy who was the runner over there? Wasn't he Jablonski? That's isn't that like more of a sort of Polish name? Well, I don't know. That's why I said is he Italian? Anyway, he he runs over this small child uh, who is on a bike. Uh, the small child possibly has links to being in a gang, which is maybe how he got hold of the bike. But uh, the, the plot centres around the idea that, uh, first of all, the police, his fellow police officers help him cover up. They get rid of the evidence and they frame a drunken man in the area for the crime. We also see uh, the uh, defence, uh, the prosecution, the public defendant, who is an alcoholic and living in her car. Britain's uh, own Claire Hope Ashety, formerly of Suspects fame. Yeah, she's a functioning alcoholic, or or very badly Mm. functioning alcoholic. But basically, she picks up this case and is kind of a bit of a fish out of water in talking to the family and explaining kind of... She basically just stands there and goes, the bloke who did it is going to be prosecuted. Well, I think think we're meant to think, Gary, that she's... Because she's been woken up, hasn't she? She's had a lot to drink. She was driving. She sort of almost fell asleep. Yeah, Fell asleep and was woken up by the fact that, oh, you've got this case you need to be at. Um, I don't think you did. You explain the sort of the police cover up thing. Well, I, I was I was going to say they decided to basically. I did. I said they covered it up. They removed the bumper from the car. So they basically are stitching are stitching this old guy up for for the crime that was committed by Officer Jablonski, who was in a rush to get to his wife, who yeah. is pregnant and has had problems giving birth before. Officer Jablonski, kind of halfway through, has this kind of tinge of guilt and he tries to go and speak to the cat yeah confidence yeah confidence and he tries to go and speak to the captain but the message doesn't get to the captain it gets to his superior who meets with him in a kind of like shady way and said look you know we look after our own but if you go above my head you know you'll you'll see some problems and that you know if you if you admit to this because he goes to the hospital doesn't he that's right yeah you admit to this then you're 
basically going to be the sort of scapegoat for all the white police officers who've been involved yes. in the deaths of black teenagers, like in Ferguson and, and Baltimore and things like that. So it yeah. is that bit of sort of political message that they've got in this, as well as the sort of sort of as you say the interlinking interlocking stories to do with this death. You know, or he's not. He doesn't actually dead, is he? Uh, he's no. He's 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 in a coma and may coma. not may not wake may not ever yeah. be able to breathe on his follow, own and things like that you follow the family you follow the the jablonski character and the police officer yeah. up, and then you follow as you say the prosecutors as well this guy called fish and the episode ends with her going into the hospital because she drops all her paperwork and she has to go back and she sort of seems to have a kind of like an epiphany of like looking at the young boy on on the life support you know she seems to have some sort of realization that she's not using her skills or ability to help him that basically she is just being led by these police officers and it it, it kind of feels like uh, the rest of the series will be an unpacking of uh how she you know how whether she's going to try and get to the bottom of what actually happened and and and, and I, I the reason that i struggled with things at the beginning because i didn't feel the beginning of the episode was particularly well done or very good and I only really think I got into it and really understood about what was going on towards the sort of latter third. But I really did like this and I had no expectation going in. Um, but I feel like, I know I've got a heavy kind of lot of what on at the moment, but I felt like this was unique. You know, this is going to be one story going through, I think it was about 16 episodes. And this is for so the I've... people who did um, the American version of The Killing, isn't it? It's 10 episodes yeah. in total. I really feel like I want to invest a bit of time in this. I feel like that you know there's a good story here, and I want to I want to see it out. Mm. Uh, what what Matt? What were your thoughts? I I enjoyed it. I thought it it did have the feel of the sort of the Nordic noir with these sort of different stories coming together. I was feeling at the start when the as you said the opening that we weren't going to get many sort of like characters to to like you know when you had all the police officers but then you met uh regina king playing the mum and then you met claire hope Ashley, mm. who i think is going to be her character and the fish character are going to be the sort of if this was a nordic noir they're going to be the sort of investigators aren't they they're yes. going to be the sort of the focus and she's obviously like cop with the problem you know she's got this issue with her drinking and stuff like that and... i agree with you that it had the feel of Nordic noir that's obviously with the killing u.s connection and i applaud it for what it was trying to do for me there was too much going on which is not a bad thing but it's just that not enough of it was interesting for me hmm. um it struggled to hold my attention um there was no mention of nana cherry which we thought there would oh yes and door no no, but I I didn't. Can I? I think Regina King is brilliant. I, I really, mm. she's brilliant. But this I don't know. I I didn't feel compelled when I finished it to think. Oh, I want to watch the next nine. And I think I think if you, if the, I based it on the, the first point, fifteen really. minutes, I would have agreed. I I, I struggled with. I agree with Gary. Minutes. It did get it did get into the swing of things once you met Regina King. I think. Yeah, no, I think we're all in agreement on that. It's just whether I want to invest, like Gary, another nine hours. But all, all the seasons of VR to get through and things yeah. like that. Well, so that's if, right. <laughs> if we weren't watching if for the podcast, I may have stopped sooner than I did. I'm glad okay. I I'm glad I didn't because it got to the Regina King bits. I think I've forgotten about this pretty quickly after watching it. I think the other time. problem is is that there's a lot of UK crime drama on at the moment, 
Well, I'm um, not watching any and, of that I, either, to be fair. And, it's not that I'm And uh, oh, do you want a fax for the fact fans? Please, fact fans. Par- apparently based on a Russian movie, The Maiden. Okay. Like, it's almost as if I've got Wikipedia open. Uh, so you can watch all of Seven Seconds uh, on Netflix now. Uh, I, I, I will, will probably you, Matt, be carrying will you on. Honestly, because I, I, I don't, th- I don't know. I'm going to finish this first episode, but I, I think it will be on the back. But I've still got oh, to watch some of Life and Death Row. And, I will and, watch and the next Ryan. episode by by next week's podcast. There you are. I now return east. <laughs> Here we go then, with the reviews and the bulk of the podcast, it's Matt. Save me. All right, love. All right. <laughs> that was better than I, what I, I was waiting. I was waiting for some, uh, some feedback there. Yeah. Only sort of big new show of the uh, of the week. This is a Sky Atlantic drama created and written by uh, Lenny James, who also stars in the lead role as uh, Nelson Rowe, which probably wound Luke up every time they called him Nelly. Yes. Yeah, I can imagine yes. it did. And not an yeah. elephant in sight. Sort of schlubby guy, you know, of no fixed abode. He's sort of having an affair with about... Is it, was it a tower block he lived in, would you say, Gary? Yeah, London, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, uh, a South London estate. A South London estate. He's having affairs with a few women on the estate. He's sort of living <laughs> with another name I'm sure Luke had a problem with. Teens, played by Kerry Godleyman. Um, and uh, she's like an Avon lady or something, because he yeah. ends up doing like her, her Avon round and, you know, gets a bit of... Uh, extras from from one of the uh, clients and yes. he's sort of someone who holds court in his local pub uh stephen graham is one of the regulars there and uh, susan lynch is the um the landlady uh the the day after sort of we meet nelly he's sort of interrupted by the police and, and dragged to the station and it turns out there's a, a missing teenager who turns out to be the daughter he hasn't seen since he was three her name is Jodie. We sort of met her in sort of like video messages towards the start of the episode. And we see her getting into a car with someone. Obviously, we know it's not Nelly because we've seen him sort of about getting drunk and things like that. The police decide, you know, they haven't got enough to hold him, but keep an eye on him still and see him then go to the house of uh, Jodie's mum, Claire, played by Saran Jones. They have a sort of confrontation. There's also sort of an insinuation that... Um, her husband Barry has got some sort of dodgy dealings, and this might have something to do with. Well, him. there was almost an implication, a strong, a more stronger than that, because she kind yeah. of confronted him, didn't she, about this hasn't got anything to do with you and your mm. doings, yeah. and he kind of went, "No, I promise." I didn't hear yeah, the word doings. But, well, uh, I can't remember the word. That's more Doctor Ranch's area. At the end, basically, Nelly gets kicked out of te- Teensy's flat by her son who says you know you've been having it off with all these women and he just sort of sets off to find Jodie wearing this lovely luminous orange hoodie that was the only thing he could find to wear and gets attacked from behind and the last shot we see is of uh, Jodie's number ringing his phone. I would like to be able to answer the phone like Lenny James did in, in Save Me. Who dis? This. I, 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 can, I can top that. My, my mate who lived on the same road as me, his dad used to answer the phone, speak your bill. What? Speak your bill. Uh, no, in the sense of speak, it's your phone bill. So there was a comma in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, probably. Speak your bill. Not a clever guy. <laughs> no, he, won, he, won, 
He wasn't a particularly clever guy. He once uh, hedge trimmed three of his fingers off. He struggled with the phone then at the best of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was glad when Contactless came in. Probably, yeah. Positive things about Save Me. I thought all the pub stuff was really well done. You don't see that enough on TV, sort of a gang of people in a pub who all know each other, having a laugh. It felt really vibrant, really alive, almost reminiscent of something like Early Doors, just really believable yeah. and yeah. really good. Acting, uh, I don't know. I, is, it, <laughs> is, it, is, it sac- is, it, is it sacrilege to say that Lenny James, who wrote this, wasn't very good as Nelly? I don't know. But I've just said um, it. I felt like okay, he, fair enough. I felt like he wasn't very good. I didn't buy him, and the fact that he would, you know, be with Saran Jones for albeit a brief amount of time, I didn't really well, understand we saw, that either. Saw them in the the opening credits are like yeah. photos of them together in the pub with Saran Jones. So you sort of got the impression that she sort of sorted her life out a bit yeah. since she was I mean yeah. like, it, it might be that this is because it's where normally I see things and then I build it up for other people if I love it and this this happened the other way where people were telling me who had already seen it oh you'll love this this is the next big thing and you'll be talking about this and maybe that clouded my judgment a little bit but I didn't really <laughs> get into this at any point I, did... I mean this was establishing the characters oh, and the world and absolutely. things like that Saran Jones was barely in it. Stephen Graham was barely in it. Um, But I agree with you to an extent. I think there's an authenticity to the dialogue and the the sort of the world of the pub. I thought Lenny James, I I think Lenny James was better than you may think he was. He he obviously wrote this character for himself. He's believable delivering the dialogue. What I would say is that I think he possibly could have done with the co-writer to sort of giving him a bit more sort of discipline in some of the maybe some of the exposition scenes and things like that. I mean, the, the police I- investigation scene was, was sort of very, very ex- exposition heavy. I mean, for me, I liked, sorry, I was just going to say, I liked uh, Kerry Godleyman, I thought was very good. And I, I, I like the sort of the colourful world of the, the, the estate mm. as well. You no, know, you've got that, that. you've got that scene of like, um, when he was going through doing the Avon deliveries, all the different characters, like almost like sides bits, like things in the distance you saw, when teens and Nelly were hauled across by the police, you saw this old Chinese man doing Tai Chi. Yeah, I, think I loved that doing. bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, it's promising. I will definitely watch another one. Whether I'll stick with it through the entire six, I don't know. But there was enough in here to convince me to carry on. They're all on now TV and Sky Boxes right now. And Sky Go, I checked. Okay, and Sky Go. And Sky sent sent us, or me, five... But I just, I don't know. I just didn't feel compared. It's very similar. I preferred it to seven seconds if we're going to compare the two. But I just didn't feel compelled to watch because I felt distanced from it again. I don't know what's mm. quite going on. I wasn't ever invested enough. I thought the pub scenes were the, the best thing about it. I thought it was, like I said, very vibrant, very believable there. But the rest of it, I just don't know. It, it was kind of... Similar in tone to things like Run on Channel 4, which mm. I didn't like years ago. Which Lenny James was in. Yeah. I think it reminded me of that. And I just I just wanted more from it than it gave me. And that's not its fault. It's perhaps mine. But I don't feel compelled to watch the rest. I liked it, but I would say that I agree with a lot of what Lucas said. Um, it, it, it felt 
very uneasy and very soap opery at times, as mm. well as being crime. You know, there was a lot of the this is the usual life of these groups of people who are in the pub every day. It felt reminiscent of a scene out of EastEnders, you know, in the old in in the Queen Vic. Um, and, and I don't suppose there's really a way of getting around that in one episode, because as you say, he's trying to set up what you want to, what they know about this character and what you want to say about him. And I'm guessing that he is the one that's then going to go ahead and, and, and lead his own kind of like investigation into what's going on. I think the one thing that they did do very well I, 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 is also to include a lot of a lot of local references you know as i said that this was truly a south london film you know a, a lot of references i don't know whether lenny grew up in that area if he did i wouldn't be surprised and i i also kind of see what luke is saying about lenny james it is supposed to be a vehicle that shows him and and i think i don't know whether it's the character or him on don't connect a hundred percent i kept thinking throughout Purely based on how brilliant we all thought 24 Hours in Police Custody was, surely they can work out pretty quickly that it wasn't him that had taken it. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, there was some, and you know, the way they interviewed him was very bizarre. You know, they didn't read him his rights, they didn't show him any evidence, really. They just kind of like, you know, kind of taunted him almost. But then again, you have to understand. He has a rap sheet as long as his arm, and I think that's what's going to come out with the the other guy, the Stephen Graham character, is previous. I will watch another episode. I, I, I enjoyed it enough to say that I will watch another episode. Well, Luke's got some. He can send you some. Collateral. Uh, Luke, you stick, stayed with one. I did. One and done. I watched two. Gary, are you up to date with three? I watched two. I, didn't, I haven't watched okay, three. Okay, so we're, we're both on two at the moment. Um... Because you weren't on the podcast when we discussed Collateral, and you said we were a bit harsh on it. I, I uh, felt you, you wanna... were a bit harsh, yeah. Um, the second episode seemed to focus more on the killer, the army woman, whose name I can't remember. Sandrine. And it focused much more on on her life inside the barracks. It didn't really give you any insight or clues yet to her involvement in the well, situation. Well, uh, you say that. I think, was it her dad who runs this travel business and she rang him up and said, did I get the right one? Yeah, but does that explain why she did it? No, but it gives you a little bit of insight yeah, into... Yeah, that's what I said. She's a obviously... Bit of, yeah. yeah. I did say that you a bit of insight, but not much. Sorry. I, yeah. I mean I mean that really all you've been given is that little tidbit yeah. about yeah. that. The sort of major other thing that we learn regarding plot is that we do learn that the pizza business was all front for drugs, or at least that one guy that was That one guy, not, yeah. That one guy that was not sent on the uh, on on the thing to was Billy supposed Piper. to be to was supposed to be driving drugs and to Billy Piper. And that's why Billy Piper put the pizza on the floor, Luke, because it was meant to have drugs on it and it didn't have yeah. any drugs on it. I didn't order know a that <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm like fair. It, if I had some cocaine on top, that would probably do. Few magic mushrooms and a bit of marijuana, and there's these shady like middle uh, Middle Eastern guys sort of following around the pizza guy and the um, character played by Haley Squires, who I think the best scene in episode two for me was where she went to see Nicola Walker and they had a bit of a. I would agree with that. That that was a very good exposition bit, but not actually done like exposition, if you feel, know what I mean. It feels like they're stringing stuff out, like the stuff with uh, Nicola Walker's partner, Lynn, who still hasn't been to the police to reveal that, that it's... Well, or, although John Sim dobbed her in, yeah. so... John Sim went in to just say... I tell you what, there's a song in John Sim dobbed her in. I like yeah. that. And, and her name was Lynn. 
Yeah. <laughs> John Sim Doblin in. All coming up peachy, isn't it? I think the one thing that I didn't like is how everything has to be connected. Billy Piper had to be John Sim's ex husband. Nicola Walker has to be the best friend of John Sim he admires and all that. And it was like, I'm sorry, there was just too many connections between the people we were seeing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, no, I, I don't know. I mean, and, and obviously that will all be tied up in the end. You got a bit more with the sisters of the guy who got murdered, you know, yeah. claiming that they were Syrian and he thinks they're, there's this new guy well, from I, the own Again, office. I really liked that because he just came in and I completely... found it very cliched, very sort of No, cliched. I liked it. I liked it. The whole kind of like the jurisdiction thing. I'm having to clean up your police mess and the little to but and fro with him. Cliche. That whole scene was really cliched. And I didn't believe the dialogue in it for a second. I think, he, you know, he was like, I, you know, I might just be a mild racist, but blah, 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 blah. A mid-level racist. I yeah, okay. I, I liked it. So I, I have to. Disagree. You may have liked it, but it wasn't believable. Luke, have you got anything else to add about anything you've seen? I was hoping. Don't say to he's touch... been quiet. We're going to regret I that. Was, I was hoping to touch on the brilliance that was the return of this country. Daisy and Charlie Cooper, they are um, they are back. The siblings who write and star in the BBC Three mockumentary. have to say, I love series one. It was kind of underground, and then I felt like we championed it, and people got on board with it, and part of me was worried that somehow series two wouldn't work, or I wouldn't feel the same about it. But I found it not just the best opening episode of a series but one of the best episodes of comedy this year i thought it was really funny there are bits of it that are still making me laugh today the basic premise of this one is that kerry uh, played by daisy cooper is trying to do random acts of kindness and give people things and help people out and every time she tries they fall flat on their face meanwhile her cousin curtain has a new girlfriend in his life, but can't really focus on it and gets caught up in the um, like minutiae and obsessives about different elements of his life. He actually turns his phone off at one point and the girlfriend panics. And uh, he's, there's a great line where he says, four texts a day is ridiculous. No one can keep up with that. <laughs> Not even gift gaff. He's trying to deal with the fact that he sort of turned down a place at Swindon College at the yeah, end of the last series. His, re- his relationship and, yeah. with the Reverend has deteriorated, whereas sort of Kerry has sort of increased her time with the Reverend and is gardening with him and playing golf, and that's where yeah. the sort of little acts of kindness thing comes from. And it builds to this brilliantly sort of conceived uh, secret it. cinema night so um, at the. Uh, village hall where they watch Greece and dress up as characters from Greece and except everyone one could. somebody during an argument between Curtin and his girlfriend in a private moment somebody comes down and tells him that they're that he's dressed as Mr. Belding who obviously is not from Greece he's from Saved by the Bell and instead of focusing on sort of repairing his damaged relationship Curtin just obsesses with the fact that, oh, Mr. Belding, that's not Greece, that's Saved by the Bell, he's embarrassed. He's going to be really there. stupid. He's going to feel stupid in the morning, Mr. Belding, my God. It's just brilliantly observed, the scene where Kerry is trying to do a random act of kindness, giving slugs her PlayStation. <laughs> was, yeah, I, mean, I, I can't even put the like, clips in, because it's all about the, the facial expressions and the disappointment. And her and knocking it. on the door and the girlfriend answering. and Yeah, it's just... Michael! I don't, know, I don't know anybody that wouldn't find at least that scene really funny and endearing. Gary. 
Probably. So yeah, this country starts on Tuesday on BBC One, or you can catch Ep One now on the iPlayer and watch it at your leisure. I do think it's odd the iPlayer business, how some things will go straight on in a to be binge worthy and dropped and whatever, and some things they'll do week by week. And I don't think they they understand why, as BBC Three is primarily online, they could just stick this all up in one go. I don't understand why they don't and why Requiem got the honour of going out. Is Requiem because Requiem was on Netflix as well? No, Requiem is going on Netflix. It'll Mm. be up there soon. And I think it was, possibly I did read, wasn't it a co-production as well? I don't know. We're getting so maybe it's got some. Maybe it's got something to do with the. Well, you know, because I read it. I read a recap of the final episode of Requiem just to find out how ridiculous it was. Turns out Joel Fry was a werewolf. So there you go. Are you Brilliant. joking? <laughs> Brilliant. Are you joking? Oh, I want to. I want to watch it now. Apparently, he, well, they didn't fully thing it, but apparently he woke up in a pool of blood and had devoured a sheep or something. Nice. Well, oh, we've all, we've all that. had that. That's not the same as being a werewolf. <laughs> we've all well, fancied Lamb. There was the insinuation. And, you know, yeah, there was the insinuation that he was a werewolf, basically. Brilliant. God's sake. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I don't care. Pick of the week. Okay, uh, and to point your face at the best TV of the week, Gary, what are you going for? Uh, I'll go for the return of Brooklyn Nine-Nine on E4. Uh, the last series ended up with uh, Peralta and Diaz being in prison, so we're coming back off a cliffhanger of what they're going to be like in prison. That meant anything officers. to me. That was Absolutely. like you to us talk about this. I know. I, I, I appreciate that this is the, the, the typical... but I, with, Without The Good Place and without Parks and Recreation, this is as good as my US comedy can get at the moment. Um, Matt, I'll let you go next. I'll probably be watching it. So the Celebrity Bake Off, which starts on Channel Four on on Tuesday night. To be um, fair to them, they've got a good lineup. They are well. Harry Hill, Martin Nick, Kemp, Nick Hewitt, uh, Nick Hewitt. I mean, this first one is is Harry Hill, Martin Kemp, uh, Bill Turnbull, and Roisin Connerty. But the big, yeah. I think the big get this year is Terry Hatcher. Well, she's it's weird. She's rumored for ev- whenever she's been rumored for Big Brother and Strictly. I'm a celebrity and Strictly. It's weird, but Bake Off has got her. It's strange. I I'll say it again. This country's on BBC One on Tuesday. The uh, the other comedy on BBC uh, this Tuesday is Mum, and I loved the second episode mm. so much. Something for you and Keith. Oh, bloody hell. (laughs) That will stop him moaning about his hips. You know what he'll be after later. And it won't be another episode of Lewis. (laughs) Oh, did you see Lewis last night? No, I was helping Kelly with her cupcakes. Sorry, love? No, I was just saying we didn't see this Lewis programme either, did we? We only watch BBC Four. Documentaries, The Proms, anything with subtitles. What channel was it on? ITV3. ITV3. Yes. How lucky we are to have so many ITV channels. So Mum on BBC Two at 10, and then at 10.45 on BBC One on that same evening, uh, This Country starts uh, the second series that we've just discussed. Uh, Emails, if you want to send us one, we'd be grateful of it, and we may even reply. Custard TV reviews with an S at the end. You'll get read out on the air. Yes. Luke's um, mailbag. Uh, it's not been bulging for a while. No, I need more bulge in my sack. Um, right. That's something Dr. Ranch could help you with. <laughs> on this morning, not on his kids' phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. You're not I, don't, I, I think know. they've all got jaundice by the looks <laughs> of them puppets. <laughs> they don't look well. 
Right, at Luke Custer TV, if you want to get in touch with me, tell me what's on your mind on Twitter. Gary is at the Gary Show, Matt's at Matt's TV Bites. And Facebook, we'd love some more likes. Facebook.com forward slash predictable as ever, the Custard TV. Also, some reviews on iTunes to get us noticed on the old podcast sphere would be good. Please. Uh, subscribe there as well and use us across all your podcast apps. Just search basically across everything the Custard TV or the Custard TV podcast. We will be back next week. God knows we will, but God knows what we will discuss. We'll be back at some point. Take care. Bye. Rate and review us wherever you find us. I think that it's programs like this that help people realize that they're not alone. Search The Custard TV on YouTube, iTunes and Facebook. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today.